Hello, and welcome to the Return Within podcast. I'm your host, Stormy Kilcher. In the Return Within podcast, we explore the human experience through the lens of subtle body energy, flower medicine, nature, animal communication, and the medicine that comes from within. I am so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining me. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the Return Within podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. This episode is going to be frequently asked questions I get um, about my practice, about intuition, about spirituality, about auras, about animal communication. This is definitely going to be a part one because I have gotten so many questions. I posted on Instagram for people to submit their questions. And I have gotten so many responses. So I want to go through them all. But of course, I want to break them up into sections. So um, it's easier for me. And, you know, we can explore this as we go along this journey. So first of all, how is everybody doing? I feel like this week between the 25th and the 31st of December is like the weirdest week of the year, but it's also my favorite because it's like nobody really expects anything from you and you can like feel the magic of and the hope like the hope that comes with like transitioning into the new year, especially 2022 feels so um beautiful. It feels big. It feels like, yeah, there's like a lot of things that are going to play out. There's a lot of things that we are going to move through, but it feels so extraordinary and it's going to be such a big year for all of us. And I'm really excited. Anyhow, I hope everyone's doing okay. I know that December was a big month. It was a big month for me. Lots of big things happened. Lots of big shifts happened. You know, I've been really reflecting on what 2021 brought me, and I have to say 2021 really tested my ability to hold boundaries, to really put into place what I have been practicing and studying for years uh, with boundaries, with energetics, with realizing, you know, when my intuition is right, but everyone around me is trying to make me look like the crazy one or like the out of control one when really like eventually the situation plays out exactly how, actually how I saw it. And it's like trying to find that compassion for myself when I knew that things were going to happen, even when everyone around me denied it or got really um, nasty. And that has been a really big learning experience for me this year. I mean, I will not like, I'm not going to say that it's been easy because it has been very frustrating, very frustrating. And it's been a very like emotionally invested year. Like I have really had to put myself first in situations where people were not being honest. And I'm curious to how 2022 plays out because it's almost like this um, and like the energy that I have like built up this year is going to carry me through the next couple of years and, you know, the rest of my life. But this year in particular has been really big for me. 
And I'm really excited to see what comes out of me stepping more into my power about all of this. And hopefully this will make sense. I will totally expand on this, but um, I just don't have the words or like the language to like not still be pissed at people. <laughs> like I still haven't made peace with some of the stuff and that's on me. And I feel like I can't speak truthfully without releasing some of this anger that I've been moving through the last six months and the last year. So when I finally come to a point, I'll talk more in depth about all of us. But for the time being, let's get into these great questions that everybody sent me. Um, so let's see. The first question is what kind of things come through an animal communication session? Yeah. <laughs> animal communication sessions are interesting. Um, in an animal communication session, it's basically I'll like go through what I do. So like I bring your animal's energy forward. I bring the human that's associated with the animal forward. Um, but really like the animal is at the forefront or animals. Sometimes people like to have multiple animals in one session, which, um, is fine. But like, you know, if I feel like there needs to be more time for specific animal, like we'll talk about that or I'll talk about that with a client that I'm reading for. Anyway, in an animal communication session, I go through like a list of things that a human goes through, like, or what a human would ask, like, do they like their shelter? Like, what do they want more of? Um, in terms of like their diet? Do they like their food? Do they like their cat litter? Do they like their leashes? Do they like, you know, if it's a bird, do they like their cage? Or do they want to be free roaming? You know, it's like a lot of conversations that are specifically to the animal. Because finding the animal's like needs and wants and desires is like what I want to bring forth in a session. That's what I want people to feel more connected to their animal. Um, so, you know, we go through everything and I am really conscious about, you know, being, I say this because Sometimes animals will like go through the stuff that they want. They'll go through what they like the requests that they have. They'll go through things that are bothering them. And a lot of the time, it's like really surprising how common this is. But it's like the animals don't necessarily like their food. Like there's an ingredient off that's like not settling well with their stomach or the animal is feeling stressed because their owner is feeling stressed. And we go into more depth about that. Uh, in the session because, you know, it's important to understand that our animals are a reflection of ourselves, even if we don't necessarily like consciously are aware of our energy, our animals pick it up. Um, I get a lot of clients who have like cats who pee. And typically when cats pee outside their, I should say when their cats pee outside of their box, um, that's typically like a house energy thing and like an owner energy thing and like the cat's trying to process information from their human and the human is like trying to ignore it or like not recognizing the energy and so the cat pees to process and makes the really awful smell so it's like 
this really big flashy like you need to pay attention like you need to pay attention to what's going on you know I had a situation with my kitty last year where she kept peeing and I was getting so frustrated because I was like what the fuck and finally I sat her down and I said what is going on with you and she told me flat out things that I was not being honest with myself about and I was like oh is that why you're peeing? And she's like, yes, it's very stressful to watch you go through all of this. Um, And this is why I've been peeing because I've been trying to get your attention. Now, that being said, this does not excuse cats peeing outside the box. Like whenever owners bring me their animals when they're having behavioral issues, I'm always like, okay, just because like your owner is having an off day or like an off year or whatever, or the energy in the house, like you have to live in coexistence with your owners and like that behavior is not tolerable. You know, like there's this very fine line. Like I get it. If the animal is sick, like, yes, take your animal to the vet, like get care for your animal. If they have a UTI or a kidney infection or whatever comes up. But at the same time, the behavior of like, I'm just going to pee outside the box because I feel like it and trying to get your attention is like, should be last resort. And sometimes it is last resort for the animal. And so just keep that in mind. Anyway, in an animal communication session, it really is just about you connecting to your animal and connecting to your animal on a deeper level. It's just recognizing that your animal is a part of your life and recognizing that your animal has wants and needs that may be different than yours. And you have to respect that because this separation we have of like humans versus animals is such it is just not healthy you know we're seeing that like manifest rapidly in the planet in general this like exploitation of human dominance and i come from a place where i live in harmony with my animal and my animals and i live in harmony with animals just in general because i know the importance of the balance between me and the animal Like we're both of the same spirit. We're both of the same source and I have to respect that. And so in an animal communication session, I really try to bring that forward for people to have that relationship with their animal and develop that relationship deeper. Um, That being said, like sometimes in a session, animals will say something, um, And I'm like, okay, like, (laughs) you know, is this reasonable for your owner to do? Like, do you think that your owner can do this for you? And sometimes the answer is no. And just having that conversation with the animal is like just validating their experience, but also validating the human because, you know, like finances or it's the home that you're living in or the children or whatever, you know the animal came into your life to support you and you to support them. And some things are like not like, I wouldn't say, I don't want to like limit the possibilities, but some things are just like not manageable in the current time. And like the animal needs to know that the human needs to know that, you know, you're both growing and evolving. And so having that patience between that coexistence between the both of you is so important. Um, I love animal communication sessions. I would say that animals have such a fun way of speaking to me and I love speaking to animals. They are so, they have so many personalities that I love, you know, recognizing and chatting with. 
and I love meeting the owners. Uh, and so if this is something that interests you and you still have more questions, um, please send me an email or a DM in Instagram and I will definitely answer. This is like a very broad explanation of what an animal communication session looks like. Um, and so I hope that answers the question. Um, yeah, I am going to take a sip of my tea because I am talking a lot. Mm-hmm. That is such good tea. Anyway, so my the next question that came in, which I appreciate immensely um, because I feel like we make this so complicated. This question is, um, asked me, how do we connect to Mama Earth on a deeper level? And I just want to say, like, we as humans have complicated our relationship to Mother Earth. I, I we have complicated it. And I'm, like, over here, maybe it's just because I feel like Earth is more of my home than my actual physical shelter or like maybe it's because I feel like I'm like duh like mother nature is a part of our lives like maybe I've just always had that understanding but I will say that connecting with mama earth is people make it like this very complex thing and honestly it can be as like simple as recognizing like the water that you're taking showers or baths in or drinking or cooking with, like is coming from the earth. Like just like being thankful for that and like telling mother nature and the planet, like, thank you for providing this for me. And like having that gratitude and then using the water respectfully. I think that's so crucial. Um, another way that I love to connect to earth is just to do a meditation. Like, we live in this world where we're taught to be separate from Earth. Like, she needs to be manipulated and controlled and dominated. And that has caused so many problems. And so, I'm the person that loves to just, like, go for walks. I just like to feel Earth beneath me because I know that she's solid. Like, I know that no matter what gets thrown her way, she will take care of herself even if those, like, even if there's people out to hurt her, she always knows how to take care of herself. And when I say hurt, it could be intentionally or unintentionally, but most of the time it's intentionally. Anyway, so I like to go for a walk. I like to go outside. I like to put my feet on the ground. You know, sometimes I am allergic to like fake grass. And so I have to be careful with that because I'll break out in a rash. But I do, and I say fake grass, like sprayed with pesticides or like, yeah, anyway, I just break out really easily or in a rash when that, when I walk in that, but I'll walk on the dirt. I'll put my feet in the river. I will uh, put my feet in the ocean, put my feet in the sand. Like having your feet connect to something is such an important, you know, we walk everywhere and we're always connected to earth in that regard. And just knowing how big of an energy source your feet is, like what a big source of energy your feet carry for you and what it connects to is so important to be conscious about. 
So, you know, when we do grounding meditations, it's always the feet that gets connected to the ground. It's always the feet that gets rooted into earth. So that's just something to be mindful of. Um, I also love, um, if you live in an area where you're kind of more in a city, um, or it's a bit like you don't have access to like being in the back country or really being able to have a lot of nature exposure. I love encouraging people, even if you live out in the backwoods, whatever, wherever you live, like I love to encourage people to work with plants. Um, like whether that's like buying dried herbs and like eating it in your food or putting it in your tea, you know, the flowers and herbs are such a gift from earth that just like honoring earth and the things that she shares with you and the things that she gives you, I love to incorporate that in my life. You know, right now it's winter where I live and there's a shit ton of snow. I'm not going to lie. I love the snow, but I'm also like, okay, I'm getting tired of snow blowing. Anyway, I love to go outside in the snow. I like to hike. I like to move my body through it. The snow is so purifying. But sometimes I'm like, I just like cannot go outside. Like it's just too cold or my body needs a break. And so I bring nature through my intention of my food, through the intention of, you know, preparing my tea infusions, preparing my meals, preparing my water you know, preparing for my day, that is so important to me because while I can't physically put my feet on the snow, I mean, I can, I'm just not a fan of that. I need that like reminder that earth is always caring for me in all of her ways. And these are just like simple ways. Like we make things so complicated, you know, even In the summer, I grow my own herbs and I'll save them and I'll enjoy them through the winter. And that's so magical to me because that reminds me of the process of gifting and the process of reciprocity, excuse me, reciprocity and like sharing the, the thing that like the gift that keeps on giving, like earth always gives and we have to trust that she knows how to take care of herself because of it. I mean, she is caring for a, a lot of people. And, you know, being grateful for the things that she gives us is such a magical way to reconnect to Mother Nature and Mother Earth. Um, I love that question. And I could totally go more into that uh, because I love talking about Earth and I love talking about nature. And I'm such a little fairy. And so it really brings me such joy. Uh, So I'm going to dive into that maybe in another podcast. But I'm going to move on to the next question because this one, I have thought about this and I thought about how I want to explain this for a long time. And I'm really excited that this question got asked. So the question was, how do you manage or what is it like to be living your life with such deep insight or know those around you when they don't know that you know? And then the next part of it was, how does it not drain your energy on telling strangers things that are intuitive messages that you share um, or excuse me, intuitive messages that you received. I kind of prayer uh, paraphrased this. So it was kind of more like um, direct, but anyway, so the first question I'm going to answer is how does it not drain my energy on telling, telling strangers intuitive messages that I get? So 
this has been a real big journey for me because I have, I've had to realize that not everybody wants to heal and not everybody necessarily can prepare. That's not the right word. Like not everybody is ready to receive what I have to say. And, you know, it's also this balance of when I go out in public, I do not want to be reading everybody. I just do not. Um, And so I've really had to practice of like putting my head down, like focusing on my energy and not carrying everybody else's energy with me through my day, you know, and being really conscious about only reading people when I have their permission. But that being said, sometimes I will be in the grocery store and I can tell that like the cashier is having a rough day and I'll smile or I'll say, how are you doing? And I'll strike up a conversation with them or compliment them and give them something that's like a boost. And it's not necessarily me reading their intuition. It's just like me giving them something that there's no harm in or like no way going to be destructive to them or I. Uh, and then like even going to a coffee shop, like if I tell that the barista is having a rough day, I will give a bigger tip. You know, I understand that I might not always, uh, like I don't want to be reading everybody and I don't always have to understand why I'm doing the things I'm doing, but I know that the universe is always listening and always providing. And so if I feel like, oh, this person needs some extra love today, of course I'm going to share. Like, of course I'm going to, you know, share in my own way. And that might not necessarily be an intuitive message. You know, I'll say that a couple years ago, I went to like a woman's circle and we all were like, there was like 25 of us and we were all talking about our gifts and what our businesses were. And I came forward and I was the only person who talked about intuition and psychic mediums and da da da. Um, like everyone had like their own thing, but mine was so specific in that field. And I have to tell you that a lot of these women, when they came up to me in the post office or the grocery store, they would start talking to me about their lives, expecting me to give them answers and like me not getting, um, in exchange for me sharing information with them and like them draining me. And I had to learn real fucking quick, like, sorry, I'm not going to read you in a grocery store or in the post office, like if you would like a session, you can book on my website or you can contact me and I'll set one up for you. Like this is not the space for us to be talking about this because I have my own life. (laughs) You know, like I have my own business that I have to take care of. Like I am not, I'm not going to be a walking intuitive um, person for everybody. Like it just doesn't work for me. But also, like, there has been moments where I've ran, like, I ran into a really good friend of mine who I hadn't seen because of COVID. And I ran into her this past summer. And she had been a survivor of breast cancer and a survivor of ovarian cancer. And she was going through, like, she got COVID. And I was like, I saw her. And she said, I'm so scared. I'm going in tomorrow for my breast cancer uh, test, you know, you have to get a test or like you get um, re-examined every year or six months and then a year. And then, you know, every year after that, once you serve, like once you're in remission and it was like, 
this moment of intuition came through me of like, tell her everything's going to be okay. You know, tell her that there's not to be a worry, like the cancer's gone. You know, she's doing the right thing. The COVID will pass. Tell this to her. And I felt comfortable in saying that to her because I knew that was from a place of authenticity and a place of love. And she started crying and she was like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that you told me this. You know, I haven't been sleeping and I'm like, it's going to be okay. And the next day she had her appointment and she called me after and she's like, I'm cancer free. I'm so glad that you helped me just feel settled in spirit and you communicated with me that everything was going to be okay. That was such a reassurance for me because she was so stressed. So it is a balance for me that I really have had to learn. Um, and it's, it's not easy. It sometimes people get really pushy about it. And I really have to be firm in my boundaries of like, no, like I'm at the point now where my services need some type of exchange. Um, especially when it's like people are asking me big questions and I'm like, look, like we're not getting into this in the post office or the grocery store or the thrift store. You'd be surprised how many people do this anyway. So, and I live in a small town, so it like doesn't help with that, but I am really strong in that boundary. And I think people have now gotten that message. So to answer the question of how do I manage or what is it like to be living my life with such deep insight? Um, with those around me don't know that I know. I, I try to stay in my lane as much as possible. Um, there has been situations, especially recently, where I have known a lot of information that the people were not being honest about. And I have had to, uh, I would say that I did not feel comfortable in asking such direct questions of like, I know that you're lying or I know that you're being manipulative. It's almost like recognizing that that's happening and then pulling my energy back into mine and letting the situation play out the way it needs to play out because it's not my business and it's not my shit. And that has taken a lot of fucking work. <laughs> You know, I still have moments where I get very upset with people about the decisions that they've made and like me seeing the things that they're going to do because I think to myself, holy fuck, like that was really shitty. Like, holy fuck, that was really manipulative or really narcissistic or really selfish, you know, and it's like me just trusting that it's not about me. Like I have to let people live their lives. I cannot be interfering with people's journey and I cannot be responsible for people taking responsibility for the shit. Because I will tell you, I have spent years taking responsibility for people who I should have never been taking responsibility for. And in the long term, it was me who got burnt out. It was me who got, you know, fingers pointed to when it had nothing to do with me. It just felt like this obligation of me trying to take care of everybody. And so it's like, I have to trust that this like source in the universe knows me and knows that I'm well-intentioned in a situation and that it is not my responsibility to change the course and take responsibility for other people's lives. I do know though, that with this gift, it comes a great responsibility of knowing when to say something and when not to say something. 
and learning the moments of like, when do I get involved? When do I say, you know, there's a lot of observation that happens with these gifts and with this insight. You know, it goes back to the not everybody is ready to hear what I have to say. And I have always known that no matter what happens, given other people's choices and actions, that I will be okay. It's always worked out for me because I have trusted and seen the bigger picture of what and how things are going to play out. So I think I'm going to dive into this question a little bit more in another podcast because this is like, there are so many components to this question. Um, that's like the explanation I just gave is probably the one that I would say is what I have been dealing with a lot this year, especially. And I've really have had to learn that while I know everything, like, yes, things can change. Yes, there's free will, but I also have to understand that I'm only responsible for myself. And It also gives me the opportunity to like really recognize the kind of people I want in my life and to recognize that I can be a bit more prepared for people's actions and what I can see that they're going through or like how they're behaving or even myself. I can recognize pretty self, like call myself out on my own bullshit really quickly, which has been a really great thing to have. Anyway, I hope this podcast answered the questions um, that you were curious about. I'm definitely going to be doing another podcast episode like this. Um, If you have any more questions, send them over to me. I will put them on the list and we will get through these. I really want to answer as many questions as possible. If you liked this, ooh, wow. (laughs) If you liked this episode, um, send me a review, write me a review. I love hearing how it resonates with you. I love hearing how the podcast, um, made you feel or what you experienced. I hope you all have a wonderful and safe new year. Cheers.